What is up? Welcome, welcome to the to Sun the, News sorry, Daily. <laughs> welcome. Wait a second. Well, we're well, not Sun News. No, nah, no, we are not. This is this the is the Daily Soup Soup Podcast with me, Bennett, and me, Sam. Weirdo Two cousins Sam and Ben Tayman. Two cousins making a podcast yep. together. Yep. Yeah, that's the goal. We're just, we're just turn this off. All right. Yeah, we're just we're just making a podcast out here. You know, it's gonna be it's gonna be great. We got mm-hmm. we got tons of stuff planned, kind of. Um, yeah, we got a bunch of talking points, stuff to talk about. Yeah. No, definitely. Um, we're gonna talk about our lives. We're gonna talk about things we're doing, games yeah. we're playing, things we saw, stuff we did. Yep. Um, basically, a podcast just about us and it's going to be a bi-weekly show where we talk about uh you know just our lives like like i just said yeah yeah and we do sound effects too oh i don't think the mic's picking that up he has like a slide whistle that's not picking it up no it's not damn it okay (laughs) well i've got i've got like a soundboard i don't know if this will work but yeah, when you you want to hit that soundboard? I don't think it works. That work? It's not working. Oh well, that's work. something for future episodes. Anyway, Sam, yeah. let's start off. Tell me how your day was. Uh, yeah, yeah, my my day was great, really. Um, my day, you know, it's it's crazy on that on that YouTuber life. You know, were you uh, editing stuff today? No, not at all. Actually, no, no. It's just it's just like a YouTuber life is basically just a normal life, except uh, you're on okay. that grind set. So, so really, I mean, sometimes it's about YouTube, um, but sometimes it's just, it's just living. Uh, and, and yeah, I went to, I went to a shopper's drug mart and Whoa. I bought some, I bought some conditioner and then I realized I already had conditioner. So I turned it. That's a big move. Yeah. No, it was pretty big. Yeah. I was so you came out, like, did you come out fiscally ahead or behind just exa- even, right? Exactly the same. Yeah. Wow. Cause I got exactly the same amount back that I paid for it. Well, it sounds like you you dodged a bullet there because otherwise you would have had two conditioner bottles and then yeah. Well, it was yeah, and I didn't want to you know if I didn't need new conditioner. It was also like it was purple conditioner, and I have blonde hair right now, and I won't have blonde mm. hair forever. So I'm like, normally I'd be like, okay, well I can just keep it for fu- the future, but I I don't know if I'll need it later, right? Mm. So what's so, the next? What's the next hair color? Are we talking the next green, hair co- purple, blue, red? Red, man. Okay. Uh, yeah. If I do dye it, it would probably be for some. I'd have to get someone to like, like, pay me to do it, or like, it would be some weird reason. I feel like I would sell that on like, uh, I don't know, as like an auction thing or something. Mm-hmm. But what's the what's the ballpark amount to dye your hair another color? It would have Canadian to be a currency. lot. Probably like. <laughs> at least like three hundred dollars honestly it's a okay. lot that's a lot of money but i would i'd probably do it for that much um i think yeah that's a good that's a good uh that's a good price yeah i mean because the thing is is like it's just like like i did it now I, I dyed my hair because i feel like like things don't really matter that much right now it's the summer and i'm like i, I don't i don't have school i don't have like like my job's like not too like important yet like what's like, your job my job, I work at uh, Staples uh, as a, okay. a sales associate. That's my official title, uh, and there I 
I stock shelves and I I do lots of stuff. I help lots of customers. I, I get chairs down from up top. Um, the, why are the chairs up top? Because that's where we store them. Like above. Oh, like gamer chairs. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Like we sell them and everything. I can't really use the the lift because I'm I'm not allowed to because I'm under eighteen. But like I I have a couple times. But like I don't know if I can. Oh. <laughs> I didn't know. I didn't know. I'll say that now. If anyone's if I, if I'm if anyone from Staples Corporate's watching, I'm not. I didn't know at the time. People told me it was okay to use it, so um, it's not my fault. Well, that's cool that you got to use the lips lift. It's very fun. Uh, it's like really big. You're underage. It's like really big and industrial. It's kind of cool. It's like a cherry picker, right? Like it extends up high and then yeah, yeah. When and it like, moves, it goes beep beep beep. Yeah, it goes down. It has a flash and it goes beep beep beep. It's pretty cool. Right. Pretty cool. Okay, yeah. man. Yeah. That's super sick. Okay. Well, thanks for sharing. Yeah. I'm gonna say my day. How, yeah. How was your day? My day is pretty good. I'm a nanny, so right now I'm working with children. I went yeah. to the library. I went to the Blodell Conservatory. Oh, wow. Wait, um, what's, so what's I saw a bunch of parrots. Okay. I saw a bunch of, like, birds. Huh. I saw a bunch of interesting flowers and a bunch of cactuses. And that place is full of mice, which is very interesting. There's just mice really? everywhere, running all around. You'll just be walking, and you see a mouse skirt past. So that was kind of fun. Um, but... Uh, I'm going to say one thing I want to share today is on my way home, you know, the other day I was saying everything is free. Yeah. And I totally proved my point because I was going home and I saw literally two free boxes on the side of the road with a bunch of interesting stuff. So I can show what I got. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah. I got actually some fun stuff that I can show. Be one. Okay. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Just grabbing the stuff. Oh, okay. Check it out. So you you just found these things on a on a table. You said it's a multi chef food. Wait, a where diet scale specifically for dieting? That looks like it. It was probably from the early two thousand. Wait a second, a diet scale? Uh, this is. I don't know what that means. That's kind of like uh. That seems like kind of toxic. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so you can weigh you can weigh things with it. I think it's just a normal scale. I think they just marketed it like that to, I don't know, because people would think it was like, I don't know, something to do with that. dieting? Yeah. Like, I can only eat this much now. That's kind of messed up. Um, but yeah. uh, so I got that this scale because I want to um, make sure I'm measuring the amount of food I eat because I'm going to start eating slop, um, basically, because I'm training oh. to get on Big Brother. I'm going to start... I'm going to do a month of slop in September. It's going to be called Sloptember. What? Why? How is this going to help with Big Brother? It's going to help my, like, when I'm a have-not, uh, I'm going to be eating slop. So I want to get used to the slop and see if I can go a month with slop so that when I actually have to do it in Big Brother, it's not going to be as bad. So and I'm going to be able on to... On Big Brother, you're saying they just eat slop? Like... No, when you're have-not on Big Brother, have you have to eat slop. Have-not? So yeah, so whenever the HOH is crowned, they choose. Sometimes they show it, sometimes they don't. They choose four people uh, to be the have-nots, and they have to sleep oh. in the have-not room. I've never, show I've never heard of this. I've watched Did they show the, the have-not room in, in uh, I've seen season, season 10. 10? I've won, I'm on episode 9, and I've not heard of... I haven't even... The have-not room. I didn't even know this existed. Oh, so yeah. it's different in every Big Brother season. Anyway, not to get it into too much Big Brother lore for other people who haven't seen Big Brother. It's a show where you um, 
a bunch of people are confined in a house and they vote each other out week by week, basically. And there's a bunch of contests. And the HOH is the person who is head of household. They win a contest and basically they're safe for the week and they get to nominate two people to put on the block to be evicted. And then everybody votes and then one person's evicted. But also there is like a, a caste system. So what that means is um, if the four people who are chosen to be the low saddest people, the have-nots... Uh, they have to eat this protein powder oatmeal mixture with a bunch of vitamins and minerals in it, and it tastes really terrible. And uh, yeah, it's not it's not fun. So what? yeah, you didn't know about this? I, no. It's in every single season of Big Brother. Maybe Canadian, American. Maybe they just haven't done it on the one I'm on. Hmm. Huh. Maybe. Yeah, anyway, maybe it's like I'm just not there yet. I don't know. All right. Um. So yeah, I'm. I'm, I'm gonna be doing that, and that that's sounds, what I wanted to share. So you're doing that just for that, or is it like also? Do you also have just like a lot of food that you need to like eat that doesn't really have a, like, or is it like is it just is it just training like specifically? Yeah, specifically training. I'm gonna okay. make a video about it on my YouTube oh, channel, wow. of course. Yeah. Yeah. So that's the idea. That's the eater. But um. Something happened recently that we've been enjoying, and I wanted to talk about it. Um, we got, after, when did we order these things? We ordered a very specific thing. It was 2020, I think. It was like late 2020. Was it? Or was it 20? It might have really? been 2021. I can look for the... Yeah. Like, I heard it. I remember hearing about it in 2020. But I think... I think... Yeah, I think... Uh, I think we ordered them in like 2021 for sure. Like in May or something like that. It was when was this? Yeah, August 2021. It's saying pre-orders are now open. Wow. So, which yeah. yeah. So it's been a few years since then. Yeah. Maybe one Wait, no, no, it's exactly been 2 years since then. Yeah. So it's been two years since then, and we finally, maybe last month, got these beautiful playdates. Oh, wait, mine's not here, I just realized. I'm really Here's mine. Boop, boop. Yeah, there's Bennett's. Boop, boop. You can see it's got a non-backlit, uh, what is it, one-bit screen or two-bit? Yeah, one-bit screen. Yeah, so it's all on or off. There's no in-between on the pixels. But it's, yeah, it's great. <clears throat> Actually, if... It's very nice. I I personally think the like the the build quality seems very like well built. I think. Yeah, and just and just for those who can't see it, this is a yellow game console with a crank attached to it. If you don't know what the Playdate is, <laughs> yeah, the build quality is great. I really love it. Um, I've got I made little cases for it. Me and Sam both have a little case with yeah. little. I have a, I, again. Mine. I I'm very unprepared. I'm. Yeah. You know, That's fine. Don't worry about it. Me, but I. Um, I will have it. But how have you been enjoying having this little thing? Because I don't really buy anything new. Yeah. I haven't bought anything new in a really long time. Right. So this is kind of a treat for me to buy something new. I know I know, I did it two years ago, but to finally, uh, to actually buy something, actually, that's not that's a lie. I bought something else new. Also Playdate related, I bought a Playdate game in, in box. It's cool. It's pretty. It's a pretty cool. It looks pretty cool. I'd say the box art is like very nice. If you can't see it, it's like 
sort of a square plastic box that he's holding up. Uh, it says Playdate like on the a... side. It's got its own like box, crazy box art. I uh, think it's supposed to look like a Game Boy box. That that maybe. Game Boy. Um, back in the day, Game Boy games came into a, came in a box like this because it's got like the gray font here, which was the Game Boy font, and it's uh, it weighs exactly. Let's see how much it weighs. Oh yeah, perfect. You got the scale. It weighs one. It weighs four grams. Four grams. Nice. And the Playdate itself weighs. <laughs> God. Okay. Sorry. 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 Plated itself weighs four grams. Wow. Very cool. Very small. Very form factor. Hmm. Um. Sorry for ruining your eardrums. <laughs> but how have you been enjoying having this thing like in the wild, walking around with it? I actually, I I gotta say, I, I I've been using it quite. Quite a bit, I'd say. I, I there are some specific games uh, that I've unlocked so far. Uh, my favorite games right now are Whitewater Wipeout, which is one of the Week One games. Yeah, explain uh, the the week system for people who don't yeah. know, like so, the uh, uh, how playdate games come. Yeah, so for the way you play get the playdate is when you turn it on, you get your first week of games, and then you'll continue to get two games every week for I believe it's twelve weeks. Um. Yeah, and you'll they're already the the games are already on the system, I believe. They just unlock them over time. And so you keep getting that that like those games over time. It's kind of a, a fun system that they have that going. So that would be I think I guess twenty four games included with the with the system, which is which is pretty good. I think some of them are like seem pretty like good games. Like definitely not like terribly big games, but like like well fleshed out games, I would say. Um, I know you were playing Casual Birder quite a bit, which is another one of the Week One games. Yeah, uh, I actually you... love this title. Yeah, it was great. Okay. Uh, yeah. Do you want to talk? It's about short. That a little bit, or... It's short, sweet. It's an RPG. I like RPGs. I like turn-based stuff. I have the. I was able to, you know, it takes a, a bit of patience in nowadays gaming landscape to play um, text, text a lot of like a lot of dialogue. Um, you know, talking to NPCs and trying to figure out puzzles. Basically, it's like a there. There are some puzzles into it uh, in in this game, and you walk around basically, and you're trying to you know catch them all. And in this game, what you're catching is photos of birds because you're a birder. And I absolutely loved it. Um, there's 27 birds to take photos of, and you have to use different items to get the birds out of their holes. Or certain birds are in the dark. Um, the, uh, the music is by Max Coburn, who is a, I, I don't know what other games Max Coburn has done, but his name sounds familiar to me. So, uh, I wonder what other video games he's done the soundtrack to. I wonder what, um, it's not coming up. He's definitely done the casual birder soundtrack, but... And then also Diego Garcia is the guy who made the game, and it's a it's a quite just short game. It uses the crank, of course, to um, change your. Uh... Oh, he did the he did the soundtrack from the Netflix city Battle Kitty, the Netflix Netflix series Battle Kitty okay. rather, and uh, he he's done a, he's done a few different things. This game is just great all around. I enjoyed it. Um, yeah, if you're not into RPGs, you know, give it a shot. Uh, try to. 
you know, play for a few hours, get a few birds, take a few photos, a few birds, you know, and it's, it, I think the dialogue is extremely funny. I really enjoyed the dialogue, all the, um, whenever you catch a bird, it gives you a little bit of flavor text and that's always a, a hilarious. It's got a, got some really funny humor. Uh, so I really enjoyed it. And, um, there were some puzzles in here that were make that were getting me to be like, oh my god, how do I do this? Like knocking, bring, knocking my head against the wall, and then when you finally realize that you can't do it, and you need to go back and do something or find a different area, huh. um, yeah, honestly, it's a, it's there's a lot of exploration involved. It was a blast. I really enjoyed it. Of course, I can't say any, I can't say, can't, can't stop saying good things about it. Um, what did you think of it? How far did you get into I, Casual Birder? Casual so? Birder, I actually did not get as far into. I um, I got my play date at a time when I was, I started my play date, uh, a time I was not really doing too much. I found, um, I was actually just, I got caught up more in like the other games cause I, I wasn't using it too much for the first week. And then I got really into it for like a few days, but I kept playing mostly time travel adventure and, um, and, um, what was the other one? The Sorry. White water. Uh, white water. Wipe out. Yeah. Hmm. Um, I got, I think I got only the first couple birds in the game. Um, and yeah, I, I definitely can see where it's going. I want to play it more for sure. Um, but yeah, definitely. Like, I feel like I also find that RPGs I find can be like, like longer to harder, maybe a bit harder to get into. But I, I do think that I understand what you're saying where like once you get into it, you know. Now, what, uh, as, you're, as you're speaking, I'm realizing, like, this is an experience that is extremely limited to this specific device. And if you yeah. buy this device, you're going to have to wait upwards of a year um, mm -hmm. to receive it. Mm -hmm. So, honestly, it's kind of crazy. We're, I feel like we're in a specific small club. Yeah. And people who have playdates are, you know, not a lot of people. I would say, I don't know how many people have playdates. Maybe... Well, they... They, I think they shipped, they're, they're not they're like the fifth or sixth wave, so that's probably the 50, 50 to sixty thousand, I think. Wow, so that's not a lot of people. Like, if you consider how many people have played Wii games, you know, yeah. you could say like, you know, have you played Wii Sports? Everybody's done that, and you could play Wii Sports tomorrow if you really so wanted to. Yeah. But to play Casual Birder is a very it's difficult. Uh, unless Diego Garcia, I heard, I heard him say something on the Playdate podcast about maybe releasing it to Steam and doing a color version. Okay. He might do that. Who knows? A, there's a Playdate emulator, I believe. I don't know if you can... Do, oh. I don't know if you can access it without buying a Playdate. That's the only thing. But I think you can definitely... I think you can access it before you get your Playdate, maybe. If you order Perhaps. It. But you, that would yeah, be perhaps. a way to play it, I think. If you can buy it on the itch.io store, then perhaps. I mean, I can I can search right now and see if it's on the itch.io store. What's okay? Itch.io. That's where most of the playdate games are. Casual birder. It might be there. Well, if it's and then in which case you can play it. Um. Meow. No, it's not there. And uh, I think that I think the reason that it wouldn't be there. Um, is because these games are supposed to be specifically exclusive to the like the pass, which right. gives you these twenty five games when you buy the system, right? Which is kind of cool. And uh, yeah, no, yeah, no, it's not there. Okay, yeah, I think it's because yeah, like like you were saying, when you buy the system, you get however many games. 
uh, yeah. included with it. So that wouldn't really be a purpose to buying. I think it's, um, yeah. Um, um, a little bit of news I want to talk about, you okay. know, just to get off topic, but yeah. my grandfather sent me, Martin, sent me this article that I actually kind of want to bring up because it's something that you probably, I'm going to forward it to your email. Okay, for sure, yeah. Because <laughs> um, you'll find this funny. Interesting. <laughs> okay, all right. I don't know why this is happening. Um, we are both big Nintendo fans, of course. Um, oh, yeah. Oh, I've, I've seen this, yeah. Charles Marnay is stepping down from Mario. Huh. He's not going to be Mario anymore. That's... Yeah. Or Wario? Or Waluigi? Huh. Or Luigi? Or or Mario? Why, why is he doing that? I mean, he used to say, I want to voice Mario until I drop dead. Yeah. But maybe... But he also added, if someday I think I'm no longer capable of doing it, I'll tell Nintendo to find somebody else. Um, Nintendo did not say why uh, Marnay is stepping down or who would replace him as Mario voice. This is from CBC News, which my grandfather knows I like Mario enough to send me this article, which is hilarious. I love that he knows that. Makes me feel known. But he's never given me any Mario games for Christmas. Come on, Grandfather Martin. What are you doing? Go to an EB Games and buy me a Mario game. He usually gives me $100 in a check, which is very kind of him every year. I really appreciate yes. what Grandfather Martin help does for me. That's, yeah, that's nice. Do you ever spend it on, on uh, going to EB Games and getting a you Mario know, game? You know, I should have, really. I think I just put it in my bank account and forget about it. But yeah. um, it's thoughtful. My grandparents always used to say, just spend it on something you like. But it's hard when you add it to your account to really think that that's the money you're going to spend on the yeah. thing. No, I totally specifically. Yeah. What did your grandfather? What did your grandfather give you? Probably the same thing. I think. Uh, usually, yeah, something similar, just like money in an envelope, uh, which was very nice. Definitely, it was like. It was also especially like when I was younger. It was like I didn't have a like I had a bank account, but like I would keep money in cash more. And so sometimes mm-hmm. I would go to like, I don't know, the mall or like a, like EB games or something like that. And I would actually just go and sort of spend it. Um, yeah, either that or I think my parents would like tell him what to get me or something like that. Be like, he's he likes this right now or something. And he would get something like that. Um, so I think the cash approach might be a little bit better because you can be like, hey, grandpa, I spent the money on this. And you'd be like, oh, nice. Like, I'm glad my money went to something. But I think my grandfather really likes writing checks. That's why I keep, I keep getting yeah. Yeah, no, I get, $100 I on Christmas. Yeah. Um, well, I can't wait for Christmas. We can talk about... Yeah. No, uh, definitely. Oh, that would be a great episode. Talk about all the all the stuff. Yeah. All the Christmas. Yeah. Well, your grandfather unfortunately passed away. Yeah. Right? So he can't, he can't give you a $100 check. But maybe... From the beyond the grave, yeah, something will happen. Well, yeah, my my grandmother's still alive, so. Oh. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. That works. Yeah. There. Okay, Sam. Sam Bonasisi, which is Sam's grandfather. You, you rest easy. You don't got to do anything this year. <laughs> okay. Don't come back to life. <laughs> <laughs> 
What would you yeah. do if your grandfather came back to life? <laughs> this is a crazy topic. For the <laughs> That's first a episode. crazy question. <laughs> first episode, we're talking. What, we're talking. The... <laughs> what would you do if he came back to life? He climbed out of the, I would his be grave. Really confused. I think. I think I would probably not really be the one interacting with him much, because my I have a pretty big family, and it would probably. I think. It would be like really confusing for for everyone, um, but that yeah. I don't even know. I think there's probably be like scientists inspecting that, right? Like, I think I, I mean I'd be I'd be happy in some way, but also like after you you grieve the loss of someone, I think it's it's really confusing to to see them again. Uh, when you see like examples of that of someone who you think has passed or you know has gone missing, I think when you grieve the loss of someone and and you they you see them again, it can be very like it can be hard to process. Yeah, what that yeah really I can't means. imagine that. That would be yeah very hard to process. Yeah. Yeah, I think it would be. You know, part of part of me, if if I had a family, I have a family member who's passed away. I could be, I would be like kind of like. I would say to them, like, but you died. That's what I would say. <laughs> Which is kind of, like, maybe not the nicest thing to say. Yeah. Because they're alive. Yeah. I'd be kind of, like, annoyed a little bit, like. Yeah. <laughs> so, wait, you're, you're but, in this in this situation, you're saying that they, they did die and they've come back to life where they never died in the first place? No, they did die and they came back to life. I'd be like, I, think I'd, I might be a bit scared, honestly, because I'd be like, yeah, a little bit scared. Like, are you really the same person? Yeah. Especially imagine if they come back, but they're 20 years younger. Imagine that. <laughs> they just come back and they're just like, yeah, a young version of your grandfather. <laughs> and they're like, hey, that would be hey, really, what's going on? That'd be really weird, I think. Like, like, imagine Sam, Sam just like walks into his old workplace and he's like, he's like, what's going on? Like everybody would freak out. I think, yeah, probably. No, definitely. That would be. Yeah, I don't even. I think we got, I think we got to make that happen. What? We got to make that happen. How? What? We're gonna we're gonna revive someone from the dead. I mean, it's never been done before, but I think it could be entertaining. This this okay. So the daily Soup could podcast be it's gonna be about like like good content for the goal, goal setting <laughs> play dates and reviving people from the dead. I think it would be like so entertaining, like great YouTube clickbait. My grandfather came back to sorry. I'm getting too. I think this, yeah, this is this. maybe. I don't know. I remember someone. Someone did that a, like a few years ago. With do you remember? I think was, I forget what his name is, but he he faked his girlfriend's death for like a three a.m. video, and he was like he like pretended that she had died, and he was like, guys, this is so sad. One like equals one prayer for my girlfriend, and then they did a three a.m. video where they revive her from the dead, and and they like they like speak to her or something like that. Oh my that. god. <laughs> And like her family got really upset because they didn't tell her family beforehand that this was fake. And so they watched the videos and they were like, what? What's going on? Like, <laughs> yeah, we're always watching your YouTube channel. And then suddenly it's like, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. 
That's yeah. crazy. Yeah, I forget what his what was his name. It was a guy yeah, from after, Toronto, I think. After you say that, it kind of makes me realize that maybe this is a bad idea. Yeah. This is a bad path to go down. Yeah, I think it. I think it, it was a pretty big controversy at the time. I think. I think people weren't very happy with him for doing that. Yeah, we don't want to fall into controversy. Like that would be the only reason. Like controversy would be the only reason why I wouldn't do. I wouldn't yeah. do that. Right. Okay. That's like, <laughs> like otherwise, like if we didn't talk about it, I think we could just Yeah. Like we Yeah, maybe we just do it for not clickbait. We just Just for fun. Some dark arts. Get some dark arts going. By the way, did you notice I'm wearing the headphones that you gave me? Oh very nice. How are they? How are they? Terrible. They're very bad. <laughs> I got them. I got them. There's I was uh, when I was in London, I got them on the, the big bus bus tour. And there's a big bucket of them. There's like a big, massive like trough of those earbuds when you walk in. Oh, wow. Yeah, because you plug it into the system and there's like a little pre-recorded audio tour when it goes around. Wow, okay. Yeah. And so I guess they, they're not, they're, they just got tons of them. They're easily put together. Yeah, mm. I guess so. So you say they're they're not good, huh? They're bad. They're really tinny, um, but they do do the trick. They work. I can hear you. So thank you. Functional. I saw them on my desk today. Didn't want to grab my whole headset and was like, perfect. I'll just plug these in. Yeah. <laughs> Out of laziness. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, and now let's talk about our sponsor, Blooming Brains. Yes, Blooming Brains. If you. Uh, Blooming Brains. Yeah. What were we gonna say? Oh, I was if say, you. If if you um. Uh, if you if you are interested in in brains that are blooming uh, in various ways, uh, let me let me see what they uh, what they do. If your brain. brain is a clamshell, it needs to bloom. We need to open up that brain. How do we do that? Biofeedback. That's right. Biofeedback. Diodes on your brain. Yep. Re uh, recording your alpha waves. Recording your beta waves, recording your theta waves, while you relax and sit in a chair, basically half doze off, and maybe watch a movie also. The, the, the work works while you sleep. Both my mom and Sam's mom are super into this, and they love biofeedback. It's, it is, I think, good for you. I did it as a kid um, yeah, for a long time, too. and it might have helped me. I mean, meditation helps everyone. Um, I think meditation is good. It's kind of like meditation. I remember staring at a screen and watching a dolphin go across yeah. the screen real slow. I remember uh, on on the ones of the the system that my mom has. This was before my mom even had the system, but um, when I remember going to an office and they had uh, a big, um, like it was a TV almost, and it just displayed these like moving images. It was just like these. It was like a screensaver, pretty much. Yeah, it's like a screensaver, yeah. but it stutters when your your brain waves are not the right frequency. Yeah, like if like, you're hey. if you start moving your head, basically you'll fuck up the whole thing and it won't go. But okay. if you sit still, <laughs> if you sit still and your wave and you get calm and your waves go flat, then. Only then you might see the ship cruise through the stars as it goes through this uh, screensaver, oh, basically. Is, I don't know if we're t talking about this. I think I the one I've done is like a little bit differently. 
it's like you just sort of like listen to music and it like there's like little breaks in it and it's like supposed yeah. to be a subconscious thing where it like it there's like music but itself. also sometimes a game sometimes there's a game oh, as yeah. well depends on the system and well yeah i'm just looking at the website here it looks like they also offer they also also uh, sorry they offer neurofeedback uh safe and sound protocol which i've heard is similar what's that i think it's when you you listen to an audio track it does something with your the muscles around your ears uh it vibrates them in a specific way that like makes you calm whoa your cochlear muscles yeah it like it like works your your ear like something like that it plays frequencies that are like it like tries to stretch out your ears i don't know how that works whoa my ears are maybe too tight at the moment i need to stretch them out yeah. That's interesting. I've never tried that. Yeah, sure. uh, I want to give a big shout out to Zengar music. Definitely, which is <laughs> I love. Yes, this is some deep biofeedback lore because um, my mom loves to be like, "Hey, do you want a session of biofeedback?" Oh, I love that because um, she loves me and wants me to be uh, at full m- mental state, I guess, um, full mental capacity and calm, I guess. Um, not that I'm not, but I guess she's just, that's just her way of her love language is to put me in a biofeedback trance. Um, but during this state where the music we're listening to oftentimes is Zengar music. I can play now what's Zengar music? I can play some Zengar music, I think. Could you play Zengar music? I don't know if you can hear it. Um, that's the only thing. But I can send you the link for it, and then you could play it by yourself. Zengar music is friggin'. Zengar music is just like I've put the link in the Discord, and I'll play it for everyone here on the podcast. That's amazing. So this Zengar healing music. Oh yeah, this is it. Oh no, wait, I just realized. Wait. Uh, is this the one? Me. Is this the one that we've heard? This is, is the this one start- I've, I've definitely heard this one. So it's a 40-minute track. You listen to it. Oh, yeah. I don't remember. I'm at 12.59. I'm not remembering this. Start from the beginning. I think. It's- Where are you? What? What's your time I'm signature? At, uh, 29 seconds. Okay. Okay. I'm remembering this. We'll just play a little bit of this for you. We'll yeah. just all sit in silence with the so, Zengar music. It's so very relaxing, I would say. Picture yourself sinking into a a swamp and becoming one with nature there's always a there's a person in the background singing imagine yourself at a farmer's market and you just walked into a tent that you didn't know about and this tent is full of quilts and tapestries they're burning incense there's some stones Somebody's playing a tambourine. What? Say again? Commercial drive. Commercial drive. An area in Vancouver. Canada. Somebody's hitting the bongos. Their their hair is in dreads. (laughs) 
they're Caucasian. Yeah, it's, it's questionable whether they should have their hair and dreads. But they're they one care. with nature. Yeah. <laughs> they smell like honey and sap. You smell the incense. It's really there's a lot of incense. It's. Um, somebody's literally playing the didgeridoo. And so, like, the way I, the way I understood this was, as I'm listening to this, I, I know when it, where I am in the ne- uh, neurofeedback session because I, I've memorized this song. I've heard it so many times. I know where it starts and where it ends. And I would love to do a 40-minute Minecraft episode to Zengar music, to the 46-minute Zengar healing music track. Because it always reminds me of Minecraft when I'm playing, when I'm listening to it. Oh, yeah. I can imagine, like, where we are now. We're in the swamp. You know, building a little bovel. Yeah. A little swamp home. Totally. You know, going and getting materials. There's a part that definitely reminds me of the caves. Okay, now we're in the water. We're exploring, like, the ocean biome. We're, we're, we're fighting a drowned in a very like calm way we're all we're all in boats guys voyaging together we're voyaging out finding searching for a new land yeah we're burning everything in our path <laughs> setting it all alight to, to make a path okay, can you please sleep or disconnect please <laughs> <laughs> beautiful so that's Zengar music yeah I'm just pausing mine yeah thank you for thank you for playing that for everyone yeah. I'm glad no I think I'm that glad was, that was really good very relaxing nice break nice relaxing break I instantly yeah. feel relaxed when I'm listening oh, to Zengar yeah. music as a result of biofeedback yeah no definitely uh very yeah that was that was great I I, I definitely that brings up a lot of sort of deep-rooted uh memories definitely so we saw Barbenheimer this weekend. Yes. We did yeah. the double feature of Barbie and Oppenheimer. Yeah, same day. Yesterday. Yeah, yesterday, yeah. yeah yesterday we did that. We saw them saw them both. We, we went for we went to Oppenheimer first. Mhm. At around 2 p.m. Yeah. And we got out around It's like 5, I think. 5? Yeah. 5:30 maybe. It was it was it's a long movie. It's like yeah, it's pretty long. It's like it's not almost long... three hours, right? Yeah, almost three hours. I think, I don't know, something like that. Um, but yeah, uh, yeah, three hours we... exactly. Three hours exactly. Okay, yeah. And then we saw we saw Barbie later in the evening. We saw it at nine thirty. So we had a little bit of a break in between. Yeah, which was honestly, I think I think yeah, it was, it was needed. Five hours of movies with no break would be. <laughs> <laughs> like a lot or more more like five and barbie's also like two and a half hours i think right yeah it's yeah it's pretty long like five and a half hours of un, just straight movies at the theater in those like slightly I'm, uncomfortable chairs is like yeah i'm gonna be, be honest after like halfway through oppenheimer i was like i need to get up and walk around so i got up and i just stood 
Actually, no. I, I went to the bathroom. I was like, I don't really care. I missed an important part, which I'm sad about. I missed Albert Einstein behind the, the car and the sweater, it wasn't, which saddens it me. It wasn't really that important. It was just kind of a funny... There's a funny scene where it's like he was talking and then there's like a... a a dramatic reveal and it was just Albert Einstein standing there. It was like it was just kind of a funny moment. But it wasn't like Damn. the story really. I wish I saw that though. I'm sure you can find a clip sometime on YouTube. Albert Einstein exciting okay. reveal. Yeah. I hope I can see that. Um but yeah, I was like I'm not going to hold my urine the whole time. But for Barbie I held my urine the whole time and I had to pee about ten minutes in. But oh, really? I did not I I was like I wanna see every I don't want to miss anything. I was really into it. Yeah. I So I had actually uh, seen both of these movies. Yes. So I'm uh, curious. What did you think coming into a second time? Um, I'd say I got a much better grasp on, on Oppenheimer for sure. I think Oppenheimer as a movie, the first time going into it can be very hard to grasp. As to like, like disorienting. Yeah, because it keeps it does a lot of time jumps, but it's not clear when there's time jumps. So it do, you don't know if something's before or after this, you know, event or the it can be definitely very like it could be like it can be confusing, I found. Um for sure. So I think knowing what happens later on and knowing what clues to look for as to when something's before or after I think would be was definitely useful. Uh, one say one thing I would say for both of these movies is that after seeing them twice, I don't need to see them any ever <laughs> again. Maybe maybe in a few years, but I have no interest in seeing either of these movies anytime soon again. I think I've I've had my fair share of of Barbenheimer. Um, what was your thought about seeing Barbie? <clears throat> um. <clears throat> I, okay, one thing that's very that's good is I think the, the time. first time I went to oh sorry did you not hear that no yeah no I heard it okay cool uh yeah the first time I went to Barbie I I got up to go to, to, go to I got up to go to the bathroom at a part that I didn't think was going to be important but was actually quite important and oh it was right um right Weather before for Barbie. I don't I don't know if this is spoilers but. Right before the the mother and the daughter left in the oh middle. okay yeah um, I won't go too much into it because I don't want to spoil too much but um, like they were they were gonna go home and then some things happened um, but yeah I didn't think that that whole thing was gonna happen so I missed that sort of bigger part uh, um, but I'm glad I got to see it I got to see that part. For sure. I think, filled in a gap. Yeah, I think Barbie, I don't know if I got as much on the second watch as I did with Oppenheimer. Um, I do like Barbie. I think it was I think it was a pretty good movie. Um definitely like like sort of it felt like like deeper almost than I was expecting in a way. It was not very like it was the, almost the entire second half of the movie was very much show about like like the characters and like trying to like almost like it's like the the mental state of like Barbie and all the characters in the movie really I feel like is the second half like the first half is very or the first act I should say because it's like not really until there's like an inciting incident that there's 
too much, but I think the first act is pretty much what you'd expect. It's, you know, Barbie and Ken and they're they're in the Barbie sort of um world and it's very it's very Barbie, you know what I mean? Um and then things start to get a little bit more real, I feel like, um, in the second act. Uh and and even more so in, in the third act, I think it was mm. it was very like like very got very real. But it was still very like light and sort of comedic, I think, at most parts. So I, I think it was I think it did a good job, I think. All right. What do you which one do you like better? <clears throat> That's a very very tough question. I liked both of these movies quite a lot. Um for me personally, I think I think I I enjoy I liked uh, Oppenheimer more maybe, but whoa, I, I think interesting. Yeah, but I think <sighs> I would rather actually. I don't think I would watch Oppenheimer again. Maybe, I think. I see. So uh, you'd rather it's watch very, the, like it's not very. Yeah. You don't feel very good coming out of Oppenheimer. I feel like. Mm. You know what I mean? Barbie, you feel, come out of it feeling like maybe not good either, but like because it also does end on sort of a weird note. I found like it's it's a it's it's got a good ending, but it's it's very emotional. I think um, mm-hmm. at the end, um, I think I would rather watch Barbie again, but I do think overall I liked. I think Oppenheimer was very well made, and just the the feeling of. Um, what they're trying to convey with the seriousness of, you know, all the physics and the the bombs and the war, and I think it was just like the mental state of of the main character was was very well portrayed. I think. I think. Mm. Yeah, what are you? What are your thoughts on? Uh, yeah, I like Barbie more. Honestly, there was okay. some parts in Oppenheimer that I was like, oh, uh, okay, what? I don't know. What are you talking about? And so I had to get up and stretch, basically. Right. At the three three quarter mark, I was like, <clears throat> after they they do their first test of the nuclear bomb, which of course happens. Um, I was a little bit like, and then they and they bomb Japan. I was a little bit like, I'm not super. I had a yeah. I had a feeling of uh, not really being like as invested. It does. It does go on a lot longer than you'd expect. If you don't know the runtime going into it, I think you would be like surprised. There's there's sort of a like you were saying the 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 bombing like the test bomb. They make it such a big incident in like most movies. You would assume you'd be nearing the end at that point, and there would just be sort of a cleaning things up. But that was really only about halfway through the movie, I think. Yeah. Um, there's still at least probably an hour and 20 minutes of, and there's like new things that start after that. And like, it's not at all coming to a close. Like it's, yeah, you know, so stretching was nice. Honestly, it was good. And then by the, like when we had that break in between, we got food. Yeah, I was, was still good. just like, Oh man, I do not want to watch another movie after watching Oppenheimer. I was like, I could just like go home. We were with a big group of friends and we were all talking about, you know, the movie and some definite serious talks about, you know, nuclear war and stuff like that. So I was just feeling like down and not really wanting to watch a movie. And then when we watched Barbie, like there's, of course, lots of conversations and talking to be had. But 
we didn't get to ever talk about those things because everybody went home. Right. So we definitely broke down Oppenheimer more and had more of a conversation about it. But, like, I remember trying to talk about Oppenheimer and, like, losing, like, thoughts going through my head and losing thoughts and being like, what am I saying? Because I was just so tired and I had a headache. And honestly, there's there's a ton of fires in BC right now. There's yeah. So the sky was extremely smoky as it is today. And uh, so that was also a factor that made me kind of, like, not feel that great. Um, so there was a, a, it was a big combination of things that kind of made it, like, a trying experience for sure to do a double feature yeah and watching them back to back i think i can imagine that would have been even more trying and difficult um boy <clears throat> was it i i i initially when you when ella your sister brought it up the first time um that barbenheimer was a thing are you guys going to do Boban barbenheimer i was like oh man that sounds like the worst thing ever i do not want to do that <laughs> and but I'm glad I'm di- I did. We're we are part of the cultural zeitgeist now, and we are yeah. Uh, we are definitely up on our current events and current movies and stuff like that. I think for the most part. But uh, I've seen so many movies yeah. lately. Sorry, I don't wow. want to interrupt you. But no, no, is, no. Go ahead. This is yeah something I I haven't seen many movies at all actually for the past like few years, and suddenly in the last month or a few months maybe i've been i've just been watching going to see so many movies it all started when i saw uh spider-man across the spider-verse nice i went with my friends it was a good it was actually a very good movie uh, what else did you see i also saw and then i was in when i was in london i saw um the new mission impossible movie oh really Dead reckoning part one yeah and it was it was good it was good yeah and then yeah, I saw Oppenheimer, and then I saw Barbie, and then I saw uh, the new Indiana Jones movie with Matt. Oh, Guy. really? Yeah, very weird movie. Um, spoiler alert: they they go there's there's time travel. They go back into the Roman like era. It's a really yeah. They fly a German war plane into a like portal. That's created- kind of exciting. Yeah, it's exciting, but it's also like it feels a bit out of place for Indiana Jones, I will say, because they go in like a German warplane and like go through a giant wormhole in the sky that they've created like a a medallion and um, yeah, go back to Roman times. And yeah, so it's it's definitely like not what I was expecting going into it. Um, Yeah, good movie, though. Um, Yeah. And then I saw Barbie and Oppenheimer again yesterday um yeah and i, I think I, I fill i fill out the remainder of movies that you haven't seen i saw flash which flash what's is a movie the flash oh i the saw the flash out the like dc the it's flash? it's long gone um really out of theaters i saw it in fiji and the and the and the people the family we were with the kids really wanted to see the flash so i was okay. like okay sure we'll go yeah um I did wasn't really gonna see it because of the allegations to do with the lead yeah, star, yeah. but then I was like, I guess we'll go. And the kids really enjoyed it. Okay. But for me, there was parts where I was like, oh, this is not really my cup of tea. I just think I'm superheroed out, for the most mm-hmm. part. Yeah, that's fair. I'm super superheroed out. So like when I saw that Marvel's trailer, I was a little bit like, oh, this doesn't look like an experience I want to have. Even though like yeah. super cool, like. 
I'm so glad, you know, th- th- like that th- that we're here and we're seeing movies like this that are happening. Like, yeah. we we pretty much only seen male superhero movies come out for the last, other than Scarlet, um, Black Widow, right. Scarlett Johansson's vehicle, which came out like at the tail end of COVID, and uh was, didn't do super super hot. Yeah. Um, well, it didn't have a like a proper theatrical release really yeah i didn't have a proper like disney plus sort of yeah thing where you could spend like 30 dollars and then watch it if you had a disney plus subscription or it it did i i saw it in theaters um but like i don't know i'm trying to think besides that okay miss miss marvel as well um but i feel like i don't know we'll have to see maybe we'll go see it in theaters and that's a tv show is it not oh yeah sorry but the um Oh, Captain no, Marvel. no, no, Miss Marvel is... Yeah, no, Captain Marvel. Captain Marvel. That's the one. Yeah, that one came out quite a few. It was like 20 years ago. Yeah, it was a while ago. I don't know. I think Before, that one's okay. There's some stellar performances in it, but um, overall, I thought it was... My dad always right. talks about Captain Marvel because it was in the 90s, and that's when he was young. And so he <laughs> he really likes Captain Marvel for that reason. Oh, yeah. He's a fondness for Captain Marvel. Yeah. Well, maybe you'll have to see to take him to see the Marvels. I don't. I don't know if he'll like it as much. Um, but yeah, no. I think I think a lot of the Marvel stuff ever since Avengers Endgame came out has been yeah. Maybe a middling. Bit, yeah. Though it's still cool. Like it would be a really cool experience. Uh, I'm an actor, and I think it would be a really cool experience to act in one oh, of those things. Still, even though the it seems like the quality and the not the quality, but like the artisticness. I guess like the. I think Guardians of the Galaxy still has like a someone who's an auteur behind it, trying to you know make it the best it can be. Yeah. But a lot of it seems kind of just like um, I don't know, like Thor: Love and Thunder really soured me on the whole thing, the whole yeah, Marvel that movie Cinematic was Universe. Not good. It was. Yeah. Oof. Oofy yeah, oofy was... oof. That movie was, yeah. That was the last Marvel movie I saw. And then after that, I was like... You didn't mm. see Guardians of the Galaxy 3? No. Really? I want to. I thought you said you were going to watch it in Fiji. But... I, tr- I would, Yeah, I was out of theaters by the time I got there, which sucked. Hmm. But oh well. It is what it is. Right. Well, anyway, um, so you want to do Barbenheimer again this weekend? Oh, yeah. Just every weekend until it's out of theaters? <laughs> That'd be. I think we I really got to show actually, our support. While I was watching Oppenheimer, I was like, I wonder what would happen, like psychologically, if you oh, if God. you watched this movie every day. You started your day with Oppenheimer every day. <laughs> oh God, no! Oh no! That wouldn't be good. Hey, my playdate saying there's new games available. Oh, have you? Did you not get the new games yet? No, no, I didn't get them yet. I but look, them, I got. I haven't played them yet, but I got. Ooh, Lost what's that say? Lost your marbles? That's pretty cool. And then this one. Pick, pack, pup. Yeah, I haven't played either of them. I Just before this, I turned on my play date, and I saw that there was new games, but I haven't uh, played any of them yet. Very cool. I am um, yeah. looking forward to playing those. So to finish off this podcast, let's talk about uh, our goals for the week and also our goals for the coming months. Like, what are we aiming to do? So what are your goals this week, Sam? 
my my edit corp goals which is our our goal group that we have where we all set goals uh this week um one second i have actually yeah i have set goals here uh one of them was uh record this podcast so oh wow same with me that's that's one off the list right there uh, I was going to clean my room mostly. My room's actually not terribly unclean. It's mostly just um, I had my wisdom teeth out the other week and I, I sort of. Oh, congratulations. Things, yeah. Thank you. Um, I kind of let things fall behind a bit um, while I was doing that. I kind of I was sort of just lying down for a lot and I kind of let things get a little bit uh, not up to my standards. So I, I want to get that back up. Uh, and then I want to edit uh, a reel that we filmed uh, where we opened our playdates and got all that set up. Um, I want to make that and upload that to my probably TikTok account and uh, possibly YouTube as well. Mm. Um, and then I want to read 70 pages, which is a lot for me, I would say. Um, I was hoping to read uh, this book that was lent to me by uh, by Trevor Wong, um, uh, The Gum Thief. by At Trevor Wong Official. Yes. At your wrong official, let me this book. Uh, I've had it for months now, and I've never gotten around to uh, reading it. But it's it's supposed to be about a Staples employee, so uh, oh, we thought that I relatable. Could, yeah, yeah. We, we I, I thought I've read that book. Yeah, what did you think of it? I can't wait to tell you what I uh, thought about uh, certain parts of it. Okay. Um, I'm curious. Uh, I'm curious if you relate to the state of mind of the Staples employee, mm-hmm. and. Uh, because there's certain instances I remember and certain things that happen at Staples that I think it, are it, noted. I think it takes place in Vancouver also. It takes place in North Vancouver. The Staples just uh, on Capilano Road. Huh. Yeah. Ah. A specific Staples. I think I, one of my, I know someone that used to work there. So Did they write the book? Maybe. No, the book is written by Douglas Copeland, I believe. Yeah, I don't think he he works at my store now. (laughs) No. Um, I liked it. It's light. It's fun. Goofy. Yeah. It's a it's an interesting book. Yeah. Um. Okay, so that's cool. Seventy pages. So you're gonna start like twenty five a day or what? I I guess so. Ten a day. I'm seven reading sessions. Ten pages a day. Yeah. Some. I guess so. I'm, I'm gonna have to get that done. I. That one's lofty. It's it's sort of a stretch goal, maybe. I, I don't know if I'm going to get that done, but I'd, I'd really like to. I set my well, goal. Well, today is Monday. If you can read 10 pages yeah. on Monday, and then Tuesday you read 10 pages. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah. I think... Um, what was I going to say? I think my goals are things that I usually make, not so that... Um, things I'm going to necessarily do, but things I really would feel good if I, if I get them mm. done. You know what I mean? Oftentimes, it's not things that are assumed that I would necessarily do if I didn't set the goals. But I, I'm glad that I set the goals because I, I want to do the things. Hmm. Interesting uh, approach. I, I say, yeah. And then my last goal is to uh, get some, some tickets for the Drake concert in Vancouver next week. Okay. I have a lead on um, right now for getting some tickets. So how much do you think they're gonna cost? About three hundred dollars. Whoa. Yeah, which is like pretty much the cheapest ones I can find, but they're they're actually good. They're like 
but the seats are are not terrible so that's good because usually the ones that are $300 which is like the cheapest ones just to even get in the door are like way up in the corner of the you know back corner um so yeah uh that's that's pretty much that's all my goals for this week okay that's a lot for you to those i'm gonna make a reel okay maybe i'll do some editing today do you have Um, an idea for what reel you were hoping to make yeah i've been making a series called um warren opens Yu-Gi-Oh part cards have you seen it yeah so it's jen's friend and my friend warren um Warren was, uh, my girlfriend Jen was on a series, Netflix series called Fakes, and Warren also acted opposite her as her boyfriend, and so we're all buds, and, uh, I've been giving him Yu-Gi-Oh cards, and he, he, uh, opens them, and I film him, and then I edit them into funny little reels. So I'm gonna do the third and final Yu-Gi-Oh pack opening that Warren has done. It's kind of fun. Um, there's, a another actor in it and uh yeah it's it's a blast of course and of course jen is always in all of them so i'm gonna do that i'm gonna buy my slop ingredients so i can slot start slop timber right of course yeah podcast with sam which we did um we're not done yet yeah and uh start um i'm gonna put all my ingredients together to make a switch uh case which i'm sewing together i make little cases you can kind of see this is this is one of them. It's a oh, yeah. case for a Game Boy Color. Oh, wow. Check that out. Yeah, very nice. Boom, boom, boom. Made out of a... Ooh, excuse me. <laughs> Made out of a uh, sole of a shoe. Huh? So that's the sole of the shoe. Really? This is a uh, 3DS case that I made. Oh, yes. I have one of those. Very, very functional. Oh, this is the newest, my newest creation. It is a. Oh wow! What, check that out. What is that? What is that made of? It's made of like a Lindor chocolate box and a ton of soft plastic. Okay. And what's fabric. On the, what's on the outside though? Sock fabric. Oh okay, it looks like a rock. Is what it on the camera? This is my like handy cam. Oh nice. nice. It's in it. It's like a little camera case. Huh. That's kind of funny. That's my newest invention. So I'm, gonna, so I'm doing a commission for somebody to make a Switch case, so that's going to be fun. I'm getting paid $50 to do that. Oh, wow. And yeah, yeah, that's the plan for the week. Oh, and write in my journal three times, which I'm, I'll do one entry uh, after I leave you here. Yeah. Great. Huh? So that's the plan. And then uh, finish my last week in Anyang, and then friggin' go to Montreal. Yeah. For my cousin's wedding. Yeah. Right. The plan. Montreal. It's a great place. Great city. <laughs> sort of. It is definitely a city and it's good. A good city. It's <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. Do you, would you say you prefer Montreal like to Vancouver? Sometimes. Okay. Sometimes I prefer it. Other sometimes I prefer Toronto. Um really? sometimes I prefer Montreal. I have uh I have a lot of feelings about the cities that we're in, but Vancouver continues to be continues to give me unlivable vibes unlivable you say yeah yeah that's fair especially like downtown it seems it's expensive yeah it's smoky 
because of the fires. It's tough. It's a tough place to be. But um, yeah, you know what is what it is. Vancouver is Vancouver. I'm trying to make the small differences I can in my community here. That uh, for the better. I don't know. I don't know what I'm doing. But what are my goals for the next few months? Uh, I'll say, I really want to get a few vi- YouTube videos out. Um, there's been some Pokemon pack unboxing videos that I have not edited forever. <laughs> Speaking of Montreal, there's one that I shot in Montreal in French with French wow. cards. So I've never edited that, and it's from like years ago. But you- I really should. It's been on my list for a while. Wow. I can, give, I can send you another one if you'd like. We, I have one that Trevor shot on my GoPro of when we unboxed uh, Scarlet and Violet. Um, I can send that to you, or I could. I guess I could probably edit it myself and upload it. Um, Maybe. Uh, if you want it, I can send you all the footage. I'll let you know about that. All right. Hold on to it for now, I guess. Uh-huh. For sure. Um, yeah, so get that, get some videos off my backlog and, uh, do a lot of podcasts. I want to do five, definitely five episodes of this podcast. Then we'll see from there how we're feeling, definitely, but this yeah. has definitely been a fun podcast. I really yeah. like it. I think it, I mean, it is, it's definitely like, I think the start we were maybe more structured, but I think this is, it's been good. I like how it's, how it's sort of flowed. I think it was good. Yeah. We're flowing. What yeah. about you? What are your goals for the next few months? few months oh man i'm gonna be returning to school soon yeah so i'm probably gonna be focusing a lot on um i'm gonna be applying to universities soon so i'm gonna be focusing on my grades a lot which is not terribly interesting or fun but i feel like i just want to do what i can get into sort of the best university i can harvard definitely i'm gonna be applying to harvard um, <laughs> I doing your SATs soon yeah I guess so I, I definitely I don't see myself getting you know who knows maybe I'll get into Harvard um, and then I will reject the offer because it's $100,000 oh my god yeah <laughs> uh, but yeah who knows we'll, we'll, we'll see I'm just going to be focusing on my on my grades mostly until I can get my applications in and then I'll maybe take a step back and not worry about it so much or at least until my transcripts more or less what's your what's your university goal what's the university you want to go to i would like to go to uh solder school of business at ubc in ubc yeah Mm. that would be my right now probably the best school that i would want to go to just because i mean i'd be okay with a lot of there's a lot of schools in canada that are very good from what i've heard um the, the benefit to ubc is that i get to stay in vancouver um, but I would, I would be open to going to somewhere like Toronto or Montreal, um, depending on what Whoa. I get into. Um, I'm sure you'll crush and make it into solder if you, if that's what you want to do, you know, I think, I think you got it. Yeah. I think that's, I'm thinking that's what I want to do. I'm, I'm, I don't know. I'm, I'm just going to be applying to a lot of, a lot of schools. Definitely. I um, can't wait to. To see an actual physical edit store, edit corp store, when you're a small business owner, Sam Bonacici. Yeah, I will, I will make edit coins a uh, real currency. On a well, I, I was thinking yeah. about making an edit country. Okay. Edit country where we get an island and turn it into a country with 
we all just like we get an edit complex, which is a edit edit corp housing complex, and yeah, we started our that's own exciting. and yeah, I, th- I think we could, I think we could do it if we can just find some land that's unclaimed. Somewhere. I'm sure some there's some European lands that can be bought. I'm sure you could buy. Maybe you could buy Andorra or Liechtenstein. They're pretty small countries. Yeah. You have to be pretty, pretty rich for that, though, I think. But if, I mean, it depends on how much money I have. Well, we'll learn to speak um, Andorran. Andorran? Is that a language? Maybe. Well. What is the languages of Andorra? I know it's Andorra's, a small country. Isn't Andorra in Africa, or is that? No, it's in, in Europe. Oh, it's between, microstate between Cat- France and Spain. Catalan is the official language. Really? Yes. I don't know. I've never heard of that language. That's, um, no one knows about that language. He's, oh, yeah, it's in between he Spain probably could and understand. France. It looks like a very nice country, actually. Wow, Catalan. But also Spanish, Portuguese, French are commonly spoken. Wow, this is a very nice country. Most Andorran, most Andorran residents can speak one of one or more of these in addition to Catalan. Very cool. Should go to Andorra sometime. This looks very nice. Yeah, there's right, some skiing there. Apparently, I met somebody on a ski lift that was from Andorra. Really? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah, he was like, "Yeah, I'm from Andorra." Seems like a very small country. Yeah, it's definitely tiny. Also, Liechtenstein. Yeah. Definitely. Oh yeah, there's some great skiing in Andorra. Some beautiful ski lifts. Definitely want to catch that before it melts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I guess. Or maybe there'd just be way more. I don't know. Who knows? Who knows, man? The future is Barbenheimer. Yeah. And we are the future. We better do a good job at uh, this podcast and inspire everyone to definitely what do we want to inspire people to do what's our goal bring their family members back from the dead yes resurrect your family members that's That's, the goal here yeah if i can do that in the next five years i will be i'll be in a very good place i think multi-million dollar business resurrect your family members i think that would be very would it be unethical to do that do you think it's kind of going against nature (laughs) yeah but I'm sure people would appreciate it. Some people. I don't know if the people we revive would appreciate it. I think Who it, knows? I think it might be a little bit unethical to... You're almost taking advantage of people who have just lost someone and would you're be like, willing to pay as much as uh, all their money to see them again. And you'd We like, could well, bring them back. Yeah. It's not <laughs> over. You just, you just take all their money that they're willing to spend just to see their family members. <laughs> <laughs> that's true i guess that that could be considered unethical you're right mm. well on that note um <laughs> well we've inspired people in, a, in an interesting yeah. way today yeah. um to and the, the podcast on thank you thank you for joining us <laughs> thank you for thank you for eating the soup that is this this week's daily soup this daily soup yeah yeah um, it may have tasted a little strange today, yeah. but that's just because we're working things out and learning the format. Thank you for bearing with us and also for 
listening to us. Um, if you're our friends, uh, thank you. If you're Definitely. new here, you don't know who we are, just randomly found this podcast, just randomly, yeah. welcome. Welcome. Um, yeah, subscribe to the you, whatever you're watching this on. We'll reply to your comments in the Definitely. comment section. Definitely. We have nothing better to do um, for now until school starts. I'm not going to school. Yeah. But Sam is. Yeah. Um, and yeah. Tune in for more friggin' daily soup, bros. And buys. And guys. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much for watching. And, and peace out, Daily Soup Nation. Peace out, Daily Soup Nation.